Warning, the following podcast may contain some fits of extreme nerd rage, especially when it comes to the world of professional wrestling. As such, there may be a few colorful pieces of language thrown around. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, once again, to the Wrestling Rambling Courageous Podcast. I am your host, of course, James Shimo, and I am joined, as always, by my co-hosts, the one and only Mr. Ryan Payne. Ryan, how are you, sir? Pretty well. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. I'll admit, this has been, um, without a doubt, one of my favorite... Wrestling has been up and down, but I'll be honest, I've not been dissatisfied lately. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And, of course... The one and only Mr. Brenton McPherson. Brenton, how's it going, man? Not too bad. Uh, go ahead and get the bad news out of the way about the toe of Satan. Yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, drop that really quick. Um, so, yeah. yeah, guys, so did a trial run. That was going to be my punishment. Um, did a trial run. Unfortunately, had a, a allergic reaction to it. Um, so we are going to be doing – I'm going to be doing a different punishment. Um in place of the toe of Satan. Yes, exactly right. So again, just because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people will be disappointed in this, but again, we are looking out for Brenton's health here. So on Saturday for the Royal Rumble live stream, we will have some wrestling trivia going in between matches for Brenton. And he will be taking a bean boozled spin on the wheel of bean boozled jelly beans in order to determine his punishment if he gets one wrong. So that's the way that is going to work out uh, again. Uh, you know, it, it's just, you know, unforeseeable circumstance. Thankfully, uh, Brenton did try that out beforehand in order to kind of get a feel for everything. Um, and that way we knew uh, we weren't going to be able to do this on the day. And because the last thing either myself or Ryan would have wanted to do while we were on the live stream is call the hospital, come pick Brenton up because that would have been just awful. So, but um, so yeah, there, there it is on that. And of course, Yes, ladies and gentlemen, once again, as a wrestling fan, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And I'm going to stop right there because I don't want to. In any case, it is Royal <laughs> season. The road to WrestleMania is upon us. All the buzzwords that WWE likes to throw around at us. And it is, of course, time to predict what we think will happen on the night. We have six matches in total. And... I mean, I got to tell you, just from the outstretch, like with all of this, like the, the actual matches themselves, with the exception of like one that just seems kind of meh, I got to say the, the Royal Rumbles this year, it's weird because it almost feels like not being excited for Christmas time because there's doesn't really seem like too many people to get excited about in these Royal Rumble matches. Um, but we'll get to that here momentarily. I'll get you guys' thoughts on that. Uh, overall, I mean, am I the only one who's who's in this camp right now? What, do you guys feel like it just seems like kind of off, like the anticipation for the Rumble isn't as high as it typically is? They've announced way too many people way too quickly. Like, Agreed. Like, it, you know, I like surprises. I like, the, I like the Rumble before the surprises. But the fact that they've announced, um, last time I checked, They've announced for each, for the men's and the women's, I think it was about 21, 22. Yeah, two-thirds of the field minimum. I'm like, I'm like, okay, stop right there. You could have stopped at, like, 15. You know, let, let, that's, because that's what the Rumble's about for is, for surprise entries, 
returns, de- you know, debuts, you know. We got to get WWE Network subscribers. We got to get Peacock subscribers. We got to give them a reason to tune in because our ratings are tanking because we don't know how to make freaking business decisions. Anyway, uh, I will tag on. I'll also tag on Brent. I too. I mean, actually, to tag on to both of you guys. I mean, like your good Christmas little jingle. It honestly, this Royal Rumble does feel a little bit like WWE and like with um, ruining things for people. Like to say with Christmas, Christmas, even though it's not much of a beloved, ho- it's a beloved holiday, although not amongst many people. But people do get excited for it coming up. And then, of course, seeing how many mark, how many commercials, how many uh, marketing advertisements will flood your emails or your radios or your mailboxes with Christmas advertising, to where it kind of just takes the flavor out of it for you. Now, not to say that this is completely the same, but with WWE revealing who's going to be in the Royal Rumble, not only does it remove surprises and returns, but you also re- you take away the. Um, the added, not the stigma, but the need to secure a Rumble spot. Because one thing the WWE always liked doing was having wrestlers, you know, co- go out to the crowd, make these announcements. They're going to participate in the Royal Rumble. And maybe they'll have one wrestler in a storyline who's trying to fight to get into the Rumble. Not with this one. Just like with my issues with WrestleMania, they've turned their two possible, their two, even Survivor Series, they've, they've destroyed their big pay-per-views. And now they have made them just as me- meaningless and menial as uh, WCW during the later 2000s, to where now you're not excited for it. I mean, not to say everyone else is not excited. I still am interested to watch the Rumble and WrestleMania and Survivor Series, but it does not have that demand of me immediately wanting to watch it, watch every show before, every Raw, every SmackDown before the pay-per-views now. Hell, I'm barely watching them now because of how disappointed I have been with their product lately. And the fact that with the women's most importantly, they revealed wrestlers who are in it who are not with the company anymore Especially not a spoiler because WWE pretty much spoiled itself. Mickey James, who is yep. wrestling, not only who's current in Knockouts champion in Impact, and so instead of that being a big, well worth surprise that could have been something that was uh, like reactionary worthy amongst like YouTubers or wrestling fans, like really big worth news that could have been at the uh, at the pay per view itself, it gets cut off around last year in December to where. Articles are now saying, like, oh, looks like Scott DeMore and WWE were able to work out this relationship. Like, it really shows to me that there's – well, it already proves they're re- they don't they don't want to plan it. They don't want to do surprises. I mean, when Renee Paquette says, don't do that, I would have loved surprise. And even Summer Rae herself, who did not even see herself as a legend or, a, you know, it, it's kind of like you're taking away the mystique and you're downplaying – the importance of the Rumble and the wrestlers themselves who are going to be in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and like to go along with that, what we're going to see is, or not see, but what we're going to hear from the commentators is they're going to act surprised. Yeah, and you and you know they are. You know they will. Well, they'll be surprised at what number they're going to be a part. They're they're going to draw if they know what number they're going to draw ahead of time. But yeah, the whole shock of the audience is not going to marry more. Sure, they're still going to get that pop to see them in the rumble. It's not going to be as loud. No, it's not. It's gonna not going to be loud as the uh, Dan Housen pop 
that happened yeah. at Dynamite, honestly. Exactly. That pop was loud. and That thing was nuts. Given and... AEW, who has a hard time trying to contain which wrestlers are going to be at their company, the fact that nothing leaked about Dan Housen showing up is yeah. amazing. <laughs> well, I do want to touch on that really quick because um, a lot of people were excited to see Dan Housen there. Uh, I know I was excited to see him. I know you were. I know, Brendan, I know you haven't watched the show yet, but I'm sure you would have been just as, you know, crazy to see it, if you, especially if you'd been watching live or even been in the arena live. Uh, but a lot of people in Cleveland specifically were kind of disappointed because they believed someone else, a certain hometown hero, might have showed up last night. I'm, of course, talking about Johnny Gargano. Uh, Gargano had... Uh, taking some time to, you know, tweet out something to his fans like, hey, thanks for the appreciation. I'm glad to know you guys haven't forgotten about me, this, that, and the other. Uh, I hope to repay that, you know, the fact that you never forgot me and that you haven't forgotten me yet. I hope to repay that soon. But at the same time, he is also preparing to be a new father. And I don't know that he's going to be wanting to get back in the ring right away. I don't, if he were to debut with AEW, I don't see it really playing out until maybe double or nothing in May. You know, yeah. I, I think he won. And that's and that's if he goes to AEW. Exactly. Because he left on good terms with WWE. This is true. This is very true. And also from what has been shown with other wrestlers that many wrestlers that left the, that left WWE either on good or bad terms, some of them found success outside, but not even going to AEW. I mean, best example right now is Matt Cardona. Sure, he appeared on some shows, but he didn't sign with the company. And look at him right now. He's having this great turn like this great uh revolution re rejuvenation of his career he even said that he if those who get released from wwe don't look at it as the end all look at it as your development system that way you are prepared because you you're sure you part of the you're part of wwe you deal with a contracted schedule of working wrestling shows so two things one you'd be used to working you know working on a you, you, i mean long uh, you'd be you'd be used to a long commitment you're already like already, you know, wrestling, doing moves. I mean, working on promos, thinking of ways of your character, and that was all under a WWE house. But now that you're free from it, not only will the not only will opportunities be available to you, but also, like with EC3, uh, even like with um, even like with Matt Hardy, you get to control your narrative. Sure. Sometimes it's not always going to work out great when you show up after a couple of months, but as long as you're able now in the independent scene, you are more attuned to the your ears to the ground. You no longer have to worry about wanting to pitch something to a to a higher up and then shooting it down because they don't think that's what the people want, even though you know better. You know what the people are listening to. So guess what? You can do what Matt Cardona did. He instead of being a uh, being at ease and impact, he decides to go to GCW and become the Vince McMahon-esque version of a hardcore wrestler. And look what it's doing for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's doing wonders for him. It really is. And let's be fair. When it comes to pitching things to WWE creative, it's not about what the people want. It's about what Vince wants. Because he's the only audience that matters in his mind. And we'll get into a whole... Another tirade on why Vince McMahon's too old to be doing this job anymore on another episode. Because believe me, that's that's one that we've been sitting on for quite a while. But we're not here to talk about Vince McMahon and his inept you know, business decisions or anything like that. We are here to talk about the Royal Rumble. So let's 
get right into it. Again, we have six matches on the I card for this upcoming week end. Uh, it'll be uh, airing on Saturday night. And first up, we're going to go ahead and take a look at the Raw Women's Championship match. Becky Lynch defends against Dewdrop. Um, Can we please stop calling her that for the love yeah, of God? Piper Niven. I'm going to go ahead and just call yeah, her. For Thank out you. I hate that freaking name. Uh, it is so asinine that they continue to fix what isn't broken. Oh, yeah, my name is Gunther. And I just... <laughs> anyway. Bottom line is, um, as far as this match goes, again, I've, I haven't been watching the product. I don't know about this feud. I don't care about this feud. I'm assuming Becky Lynch is going to win because it's Becky Lynch and they haven't done squat with Piper Niven up to this point. So, um, yeah, uh, Becky Lynch for the win. Moving ahead. Uh, Ryan, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm also going to go with Becky as well. I've been – honestly, this is the one angle where I may not be watching, but I am paying attention to with highlights and, you know, listening to, um, you know, wrestling reports, news reports about this angle. I mean, outside of that and then maybe uh, with what's happening with the W Championship on Raw – only a few things that's got my attention. And while I am glad that it's changing the pace from after, once again, it's not immediately going back to Bianca and it's not another fifth or seventh rematch with Liv Morgan. It does kind of weird me. It does. It is kind of odd. I mean, I would have necessarily thought maybe it's going to be Rhea Ripley challenging her or Nikki A.S.H. But now knowing what's happening between those two, that's going to be on hold for a while. So. Dewdrop did seem like the next best thing, especially since they did this whole breaking away from Eva Marie and she's been kind of floating around. And I, of course, I like I said, I'm, I'm going for Becky Lynch because no offense, WWE loves to do the long reigning champions. And ever since she came back from SmackDown, I mean, yeah, she came back, got SmackDown Championship, went to the Raw Championship. They're trying to book her. I don't know if they're going to give her a win at WrestleMania or they're going to have her drop it at WrestleMania, but it doesn't seem like she's going to drop it here. Yeah, no, at least not uh, for the time being. Uh, Brenton. Oh, Becky's going to retain. Um, and I'll elaborate more on that when we get to the women's rumble as to why Becky will win. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, let's go ahead on now to a mixed tag team match. The Hall of Famers, Edge and Beth Phoenix, look to shut up the Miz and Mrs. Miz and Maurice in the other corner. Um, here's the thing. I don't I don't know that necessarily this is this angle is done just yet. Um, I don't think they could stretch it to mania, but I don't I do feel like this is the this is only the second salvo, if you will. Seeing as Edge got the win the first time around, I get the feeling that some there's some kind of sneaky, underhanded, conniving kind of tactics. Uh, the Miz and Maurice are going to take this one. Brenton, your thoughts? That, that was exactly all I was going to say. Um, just for the simple fact that Edge got the win at day one, um, and it, it, there's going to yeah, there's going to be some sort of underhand tactic that the Miz is going to pull out of his ass um, to have, you know, to, you know, to, to, to win this match, um, you know, so whenever they announced the mixed tag match, I was like, well, that's going to be a win for Miz and Maurice. So that's who I'm going with. 
Because let's face it, the last time they had a mixed tag team match like this was The Miz and Maurice versus Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. And look what the result was there. Don't forget John Cena and Nikki Bella, too. <laughs> right. Well, I would say that was the only exception there was that was the final gap in the feud. And that ended things. So, but in any case, uh, Ryan, your thoughts? Yeah, I thought the same as well. We're going to get an underhanded tactic. Not. Not because it's Miz and Maurice, but because so far I'm seeing what they've been doing with Beth and Edge. They pretty much turned them into pretty much what I think the Viking Raiders should have been. Just badasses that just came and wrecked shit. Especially after seeing from Raw with Maurice's birthday party from uh, watching the clips of what they did. I mean, a part of me would love for Edge to just dominate this feud, but it's pretty obvious this is going to WrestleMania. Um... I don't. I really don't know what that means, honestly, because Beth is back. I mean, don't know exactly what her contract's going to be if she is going to. If this is the only opportunity we're going to see her wrestle, otherwise, I mean, I would have thought her leaving NXT and coming back to Raw would have been maybe giving her one more shot at a chance for a title run or chasing the belt. Yeah. But like I said, it's going to go to Miz and Maurice because at this point, the Miz is only here to stir up heat. Maybe have a few prolific feuds and then, you know, go off, promote his reality show beyond whatever other adventure he's doing. No disrespect to him. He's, he's having great success and he's one of the wrestlers I believe that will never leave the company. And if he ever does, it's either going to be two reasons. One, he wants to do what Cena and The Rock are doing, really start to expand himself. Or two, someone at WWE thinks it's just more cost effective getting rid of him. <laughs> yeah. Let's face it, when it comes down to the results of this match, it all boils down to one thing. 50-50 booking, it's all they know to do. I don't and, know why I picked this tune. It sounds and it's like been his tool. Anyway, okay, let's go ahead and move on. All right, uh, speaking of, uh, you mentioned this a little bit while ago, let's take a look into the Women's Royal Rumble match. So as of right now, I believe 21 uh, competitors have been announced, including the following. Rhea Ripley, Nikki A.S.H., Dana Brooke, Carmella, Queen Zelina, Tamina, Shotzi, I don't know why they took away her uh, last name, Natalia, Aaliyah, Naomi, Shayna Baszler, Charlotte Flair, Nikki and Brie Bella, Lita, Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly, Summer Rae, Mickey James, Bianca Belair, and Liv Morgan. So, uh, as usual with any kind of battle royal type uh, situation we deal with on this show, I need two predictions from you. One, who do you think is going to win? And two, who do you think is going to end up as a surprise entrant? Ryan, we will start with you. Okay. Um, surprise entrant. Um... I mean, they did announce Lita, and they have been promoting her around SmackDown, and that's and also from seeing some of her. Um, I mean, social media posts it means nothing, but I think Trish Stratus is going to be a surprise entrant. Okay, fair enough. I mean, it's it's not at all what you know outside the realm of possibility. I mean, yeah, they did the whole thing with that Charlotte retired Trish, but in all honesty. A World Rumble return doesn't mean they're going to be back in competition. Right. And at the same time... Plus, they, they didn't go face-to-face -face in the first Women's Rumble when they were both in it. So, no chance to rectify that. Yeah, so we can do... So, Trish is my pick for a surprise interest. Who's going to win? Uh, 
I mean, on both. I, so far, I think it's going to be a winner on the Raw side because, because as I mentioned before, Lita returned on SmackDown. They had her get the upper hand on Charlotte, teasing that they're going to have Lita and Charlotte in a feud for the championship. And the fact that Lita is in the Rumble. Wait, does she, wait. Uh, you have the card. Is Charlotte in a wrestling match, or is she also in the Rumble? She's in the Rumble. Yeah, she's in the Rumble. But yeah, yeah. You did just mention that. Uh, I don't know why I forgot that. You because... to be able to pick her own opponent for WrestleMania. So it it does submit it does submit in my mind that we're gonna see Lita and Charlotte in a feud, maybe to WrestleMania. So I think it's gonna be on the Raw side. So I don't think it's gonna be Bianca because I don't think it, it's not that she can't win again, but they they've just dropped the ball with her. They they can always. Sorry, I'm just gonna make my choice. I'm gonna go with Rhea winning the Rumble. Rio would not be an unwelcome, uh, an unwelcome winner. That's for darn sure. Mostly because they just split up her team with Nikki, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna have her in a small feud. And then after Becky beats Dewdrop, the she is the obvious next opponent for Becky. Okay, I mean it's not at all outside of the realm of possibility. I am more than, you know, curious to see how that would turn out, and it would be a nice, um. Uh, it would be a nice callback to their feud two years ago when Charlotte beat her at Mania for the NXT Women's Championship. So it would it would be a decent follow up, but that you know that assumes that WWE actually knows how to follow up on their own continuity, which we know for a fact they can't. Anyway, until, uh, until, until it's efficient for them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Brenton, your turn. Uh, who, I'm gonna say who's your winner and who's your surprise entry. Um, oh, for surprise entrant, um, I'm going to go really, really out there. Um, I think Ronda is going to come back in as a as surprise entry. I've seen being floated around quite a bit. It's, yeah, I'm, it, it's a good choice. It's a good choice. That's that's my pick for your surprise entrant. Mm-hmm. Um, as for winner, my winner is Liv Morgan. That would be, I would say, again, and I would... It, I was Go gonna, ahead. and here's because I was gonna elaborate. Her and Becky aren't done. Oh no, I, I would hope not. I figured they're not either. Go ahead. That's why I have Liv winning it. Is that's gonna so because I believe Liv in all honesty, I believe Liv is ready. She's ready for the. She's got the mock skills. She's got the entering ability. She's got the look. I believe she's, and I believe she's ready to be in that spot, you know, holding the title. Um, so, and with, especially working with Becky, she's learning a lot. And I just, I, I just see her taking off Becky at mania. Now, a lot of people may think I'm crazy for picking Liv Morgan, but crazier things have happened in the rumbles. Well, I don't think, honestly, it's more, uh, obvious content's choice because, the, with Liv's matches, she's actually had better performances against Becky than she's had with other wrestlers. Especially looking at the day one match and the Raw match, it was one of her stronger performances. And I was not against Liv getting an opportunity to run with the championship. Personally, to me, I felt that she was better off maybe trying to get the run on SmackDown. But, you know, uh, that's like I said, that's just me. And I have her winning just because, and and the audience is behind her too. That is true. Yeah, I feel like the audience is behind her more now than they ever have been. Um, so 
here's the thing. I think you guys are missing a fairly obvious surprise entrant, one they haven't announced yet, but one who should be on her way back sooner rather than later. Ding dong. Hello. Bailey oh, yeah. going to show up as a surprise entrant. Uh, I think it's almost, I think it's pretty straightforward that that's happening. Now, do I think she's going to win? No. Although I think it would be interesting if they weren't going to run, like, let's say, for example, the whole Rumble thing goes off and, you know, Lita doesn't win or anything like that. And, you know, she gets a program with Charlotte at some point. Uh, but I don't know that that would necessarily run to me. Could it? Sure. But again, it all depends on how the audience receives it and this, that, and the other. And knowing what we know about WWE's booking decisions up to this point, anything's possible. They could just decide, nah, let's shotgun it for the elimination chamber and then just cut it off at the knees. Um, so where I think it would be interesting if Bailey did win and try to take that title, I think a heel versus heel dynamic between her and Charlotte could be interesting for a Mania push. Um, but as far as who do I think is actually going to win, hmm. Yeah, because really, I mean, this is ah, this isn't this doesn't even really feel in a lot of ways like the Royal Rumble this year. In a lot of ways, with these, mm -hmm. these matches, it feels like the Jobber Rumble because there's there's hardly any bankable stars left out of most of the most of the entrants. Yeah. Um, that's what that's what hurts me the most, honestly, with this. I mean, I I really want to love WWE. I want to defend this. I want to do. I want us to do more programming, talking about their programming. It's just the problem was that I've said this before, and I'll constantly say it again. And it's not. There's nothing wrong with it, but Vince is so heavy on the business as the brand that he is so focused on just keeping the brand going and going that he. It's something he should have known already. It's something he should constantly be reminded of. He needs a face more to carry this brand. It can't just fall on it being his own playhouse. And that's what. And and before you to say before you say you're gonna win, I just want to say that I was considering Bailey. It just we're recording right now. It's a Thursday for us, so SmackDown hasn't happened yet. So I'm not sure if. WWE is going to spoil another somebody else going to show up at the Royal Rumble before the pay per view itself. That's why I was holding my tongue on Bailey and even on Alexa Bliss as well. Yeah, yeah. on both of those two. Yeah, but in any case, um, yeah. I mean, again, I don't know who necessarily I would pick, but I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to I'm going to pull a Ryan here. I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to go with my my heart, not with my head here. I'm going to say Shayna Baszler wins. Because she needed to win when Charlotte won two years ago. And it, it's about time they fix that. She she deserves, out of anybody, a dominant title run. I agree with that. I'm not against it either. I'm not against it either. Because uh, Shayna, she really honestly should have been that killer that they introduced her before, at the time when WrestleMania 36 was coming up before the pandemic. Now, I was going with Becky to win because I thought they were going to fix that stupid mistake they did with her at WrestleMania 35. Nope. They just did it again. And that's why it hurts me when when that happened to Shayna because now that that whole thing they did with her throughout the third of 2020, booking her to be dominant in the Rumble, booking her to be dominant in the Elimination Chamber, and then having her lose like that, having Becky to do a dirt – not a, an incomplete pin that the referee didn't see – 
Just small stuff like that cut through Shayna's armor. So when she did become a team with Nia Jax, I'm like, yeah, this is what they're going to do with her. This is how they're going to make her dominant. Yeah. But I, I'm not against it for Shayna to win. All right. Let us move ahead now to the WWE Championship match. Brock Lesnar defends against Bobby Lashley for the first time ever. The first time ever that these two bulls are going to lock horns. Uh, I'm curious to see how this one turns out. Um, but I don't think there's any prizes for guessing who wins this one. I mean, Suplex City, bitch. It's Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Anybody disagree? I disagree. Oh, interesting. Okay. I say Lashley. Hmm. Okay. The reason is Brock and Roman ain't over. No, you're right. They're not. But I mean, what? Let's face it. They, you know, Vince McMahon is arrogant enough to think that Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns needs to be a title for title match at Mania. You I know would agree who- with that. I, 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 but I don't see them. I, I, I don't see that happening. Um. But I see Roman interfering somehow, some way, or the Usos, or all three, interfering somehow and costing Lesnar that match. Well, I mean, the Usos are banned from ringside in the Universal title match due to the stipulation from this last Friday. So that could be a possibility. He could give those two some marching orders to cause some chaos. And then, of course, once Lesnar loses, he'll immediately eat them alive. But again, exactly. I, I do think Vince is crazy and arrogant enough to, to truly believe that Roman v. Brock needs to be a title for title match to really up the stakes. And besides, he wants Roman on both shows anyway, so have him beat Lesnar at Mania, hold both championships, and swap between brands. It's what he's wanted all along. Yeah, that's, uh, that's also one reason why I'm also towards Brock as well. I mean, I wanted Bobby Lashley to get in their opportunity – um, because I thought he, I thought he and Biggie could have torn the house down at WrestleMania, having a rematch against each other. But then, of course, happened. With, then what happened at day one, and then hearing the reports that oh, Biggie was originally going to retain his belt, but because of the whole Roman with COVID, Vince decided, oh, I need to surprise the people. Have Brock win? You didn't have to. You could have just had Brock destroy people. Big E wins by a hair shot, and then maybe tease a Big E and Brock match at the Rumble. No. He decided, no, I'm just going to take the belt off the champion. Have I mean, look, I've been seeing the clips of Brock. I like this version of Brock, honestly. I like it. That's the one thing that tore me apart with Brock when he was the Universal Champion earlier on after Goldberg. They just made him dominant. Yes, Paul Mean was great, but when, you, when Brock does get to show his personality – he is very likable, even if he is an unbeatable monster. You have him as a likable, unbeatable monster. You, I would not be against him having long title reigns. This is one of the reasons why I was not against the dominant, the reign of Cena. It's why I'm, I'm not as hard against Roman Reigns, him chokeholding that Universal Championship. He's got personality. They have that mini storyline with him forming the bloodline, getting the Usos in line with him. And now with him removing Paul Heyman, from the bloodline and seeing Paul Heyman back with Brock, I do like this little tangent that Paul Heyman may have had a master plan entitled that he was only with Roman just so he can get all the championships to Brock. 
Because to me personally, I can almost see maybe like a win-win for Heyman to where, let's say Brock wins. And fancy booking here. They do go to WrestleMania for a title versus title. Heyman could either play this angle to where he's trying to not manipulate Brock, but encourage Brock to take more risks on Roman. And then maybe try to manipulate Roman in a way to that would make Roman think that he doesn't need the Usos to help. So when whoever stands tall, it, you you pay you play off of Paul Heyman being the master manipulator. But if I remember, Heyman can't be that in control of his creative, so Vince would not be that smart to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, either way, it'll be interesting to see what story they decide to tell. Uh, speaking of Roman Reigns, we have a Universal Championship match on deck. Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief, defending against Seth freaking Rollins. I hate the fact that they've made that his actual name. Yeah, it's so stupid. So they have no well. sense of subtlety at all. No, no, please. He lost all sense of subtlety a long time ago. No, it's we gotta beat him over the head with this shit because obviously we can't make it obvious enough. Well, this is better than just removing the whole name and just calling him Seth. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, I, once again, no prizes for guessing here. Uh, Roman Reigns picks up the win, heads into the Mania with the Universal title for the second year in a row. Uh, Brenton, thoughts? <laughs> I mean, is it obvious? Uh, <laughs> clearly, clearly, like, like they're gonna let freaking Roman drop it to Rollins. Mm -hmm. let, let's put it this way. Ray Charles, Ronnie Millsap, and Stevie Wonder could see the outcome of this one coming a mile away. Exactly. All right. Ryan, you disagree? No, I was going to say I can do you one better. Helen Keller, if she was still alive, she would not only Ooh. see it coming, she would also have heard it through the grapevine from Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, that this was going to happen. <laughs> nice. Well played, sir. Anyway. All right, let's wrap it up, of course, with what should be the main event, although we all pretty much know Roman's going on last. It is the Men's Royal Rumble match. Again, 22 competitors, I believe, have been announced for this one so far. Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Austin Theory, Sheamus, Damian Priest, AJ Styles, Big E, Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, Sami Zayn, Kofi Kingston, Kevin Owens, Omos, Randy Orton, Riddle, Chad Gable, Otis, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, and, of course, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, I'm going to ask for three predictions here. This one's going to be a little different. Three predictions on this one. Number one, who's winning? Number two, any surprise entrance? Number three, does Johnny Knoxville take some form of insane bump to get eliminated? Uh, Brenton, we'll start with you on that one. Um, yes, I believe he'll take some sort of insane bump. Will it be... When I say insane bump, they'll they'll do it to make it look insane. Not to where he'll actually get hurt. Right. They'll do something. He'll do something. It'll look like, like oh my God, like that he's dead type deal. Um, surprise entrant. I'm just going to throw it out there just for the sake of it. Um, Braun Breaker. Yeah, okay. I've, I've heard some people throwing that name around. Um, you know, why not? I mean, just for the hell of it, why not? Um, who Who's win? Now, who's winning? 
again, it's a it's a jobber parade with the exception of like Kevin Owens and Randy Orton and AJ Styles. You know what? I'm gonna go off on a limb. I'm probably wrong, but hell, you only live once. Kevin Owens. Interesting. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Uh Ryan, your turn. Three three picks. Is Johnny Knoxville taking some ridiculous bump? Who's a surprise entrant and who is going over? Yeah, I uh, actually, you know what? Even though this jackass forever is coming up next, coming out next week, him being in promotion, I'm actually gonna go no. I think he's gonna go over the rope normally, or he's gonna be thrown over the rope. I don't think he's gonna take an insane bump, honestly, because Johnny Knoxville is about to be 40 soon, so I don't think no, or like. He's, I think he's close to like 50. Yeah, sorry. I forget his name. I forget. I actually I forget how old he was. I remember them talking about him. Uh, you know. I'm not saying because his age he can't take it. I mean, I'm gonna see that new jackass film, so I'm pretty sure he's gonna take some crazy ass. He's already gonna do some crazy ass stunts. But I don't think he is because he's gonna have to be doing promotionals for Jackass forever. So Johnny Knoxville will be 51 in March. Yeah, okay. Despite that age, I still don't think he's going to do it because, uh, like I said, he's going to have to do promotional press junkets. Last thing he's going to do is take a bump. And if he gets seriously hurt, he's going to have to explain it. And it could be some bad press for the WWE. So basically, you're thinking like somebody like Braun Breaker or some other big monsters coming out, and he's just going to hop the, hop the ropes like Drew Carey? No. Maybe that, but maybe I think he's going to try to do an attack and he's just going to get like a gorilla press slam out of the ring onto some wrestlers. Not an insane mm -hmm. stunt, honestly, in my opinion, but that's as, that's as far as I think it's going to go. See, I, I don't think Knoxville would be happy with a Rumble appearance if he didn't end up going through a table or something like that, because let's face it, he's that nuts. Okay. Um, so anyway, but uh, your surprise entrant pick and your winner. Well, surprising. I'm actually going to follow along the lines of Brenton when it comes with NXT 2.0 because it's been clear Vince has been putting a lot of money on that. Um, fuck. Uh, I don't. I, I. I had a feeling Braun Breaker was going to show up, but I'm actually going to go somewhere else. I'm going to think it's going to be um, Tommaso Ciampa. Mm. Uh, I was going to say you took mine. Okay, but go ahead. And who who's going to win? I'm going to, as you say, pull Ryan. Uh, as much as it's logically going to say who could win, I'm actually going to go with Kofi. Really? Okay. That'll be that'll be interesting. Over, yeah, mainly for two different reasons. One, he's been constantly known as a highlight reel at the Royal Rumble. What would be the best highlight reel for him is to win the Rumble. Yeah. And two, him winning the Rumble – would give him the best opportunity to maybe recapture another WrestleMania moment for himself, whoever is the champion. And if Brock does resume the championship, what better way for Kofi to try, and I mean storyline try, to get mm -hmm. revenge on Brock squashing him after his lengthy reign. Like right. I said, on paper, it would look fantastic. But as I said, with cold crushing Vince reality, it's not going to happen. But I yeah. still want to see Kofi make that win. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think I pretty much gave away my prediction for the Johnny Knoxville bit. But, yeah, I think he's taking some kind of crazy bump. Um, 
Again, I was going to go Tommaso Ciampa for a surprise entrance. Um, but I'm going to go I'm gonna go a little something different because I think what needs to happen this year is somebody's got to come in and take the Royal Rumble to the moon. I think Cameron Grimes needs to make an appearance in the Royal Rumble. I think it'd be freaking awesome. Oh, I'd enjoy it. Oh, yeah, I'd enjoy it. He was my third choice, honestly. He was my third choice. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that'd be fun. Now, as far as a winner goes, hmm, I'll tell you what. Whether, regardless of which direction, the the WWE Championship match goes. And again, not announced, so you could count this as a surprise entrant, too, if you wanted to. I think Brock Lesnar's winning. Give him his second Rumble win. Give him a reason to go after Roman Reigns for the Universal title. Whether he holds on to his or not. Let's say, for example, Bretton's right and the Usos cost him that match. What better way to stick it to Roman than to have Paul lobby for him to be in the Rumble, go in there, destroy everybody like he did back in 2020, win his second Rumble, and then Reigns still has to deal with it. That's actually a good. That's actually that's, that'd be smart booking right there. Yeah, but the question is: Is Vince smart enough and not senile, so senile that he can actually follow that through? We all know the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. But in any case, but he, but he does love booking Brock, so it wouldn't surprise. This is true. Him. He does love to book Brock Lesnar. It was the whole good point. Whole good point. Yeah. So. But in any case, that is going to wrap it up for us here today. What do you think is going to go down this Saturday night at the Royal Rumble? We will be watching live right here on YouTube, along with a couple of friends of ours from over at the Dropkicks podcast over on the Let's Get Ready Network. That They will be joining us. This is going to be a ton of fun. Uh, We've worked together with these guys a couple of times, myself and Ryan have, and we are going to have a great opportunity to collaborate with them this time around they will not be participating in our predictions contest they have their own thing going but speaking of our predictions contest there is one final thing we must determine while we are here and that is our punishment for this round so allow me to open the wheel of judgment and let us see what fate has in store for us this time around We have the following options on the wheel. The Brain Freeze Challenge, the One Chip Challenge, the Pepsi Challenge, the Random Pizza Challenge, the Death Nut Challenge. The the loser or losers must buy the winner or winners a meal. Mm -hmm. Local Man vs. Food Challenge. If you have a Man vs. Food type challenge in your local area, find it, film it, all that good stuff. Uh, Because it is Rumble season, 30 wings in 30 minutes. Uh, you may have to listen to Real One's rap album, or courtesy of the Young Bucks and Adam Cole, baby, you may have to participate in your own spray tan party. So let's see exactly what is in store. Wheel of Morality, turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. I don't know. Oh, the Brain Freeze Challenge. (laughs) Okay, so for those of you not familiar with this one, you must obtain a milkshake or Slurpee of some type, and you must consume it as quickly as possible, 
trying to avoid a brain freeze. But if you end up getting one, well, then you must endure it and keep on slurping. This is going to be fun. <laughs> All right. So that is our fate. That is what is in store for us, as well as you fine folks who decide to join us this Saturday watching the Royal Rumble live here on YouTube. We will be watching it through Peacock, of course, but you can watch it in the United States on Peacock or on the WWE Network if you're international. We look forward to seeing you guys there. Don't pirate stuff, guys. Watch it legally if you have the means. Come yeah. on. But in any case, thank you guys so much for joining us. I want to thank my co-host for joining me as always. Brent, Ryan, thank you so much for being here. This is always a ton of fun. And I appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to sit here and just, you know, shoot the breeze with me and talk the world of professional wrestling. Oh, Absolutely. Yep. All right, guys. Well, that is going to wrap it up for us here this evening. Of course, as always, we have rambled. We have raged. But it has been for the love of one of the greatest art forms in the world today, and in, in the world of all time, yes, I will go ahead and say that much, the world of professional wrestling. <laughs> so, on behalf of all of us here, I am James Shimo, alongside Ryan Payne and Brenton McPherson. We will see you in the next one. Until then, hey ref, bring the best.